You know, the acoustics said we don't have the drums, we don't have the piano. It's more like the, the snapping fingers. Ever hear like, man, that's good. Like, like a jazz poetry type of thing? Just like that. And man, this first song is an oldie, but a goodie. Everybody say oldie. Oldie. But a goodie. It's called I'm Trading My Sorrows. And we have some sign language that we like to do for it. Everybody show me. I'm trading my sorrows. One, two, three, four. I'm trading my sorrows. I sing better than this. Yeah, yeah. Like the exact. There it is right there. Yeah. Not what they're doing back there. All right. Let's do it. On three. One, two. I'm trading my sorrows And I'm trading my shame And I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord See, I'm trading I'm trading my sickness And I'm trading my pain And I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord You see, that's right we're singing, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Oh, see, I'm trading. Say, I'm trading my sorrows. And I'm trading my shame. And I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. I'm trading my soul. Yes, I'm trading my sickness. Yes, I'm trading my pain. Yes, I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. Sing it out with me. Let's see you sing it. We're singing, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Let's sing it again, hey, let's sing it, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, hey, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, hey, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen. Said, I'm trading my sorrows, and I'm trading my shame, and I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. And I'm trading my sickness Watch me, I'm trading my shame And I'm laying everything down for the joy of the Lord Let's sing it out, we're singing Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord, amen Come whisper it out. Say yes. Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Come in a little louder. Say yes. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Focus those kids, we'll see you out today. 
One more time, sing it out, say yes. We sing it, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. And yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Say yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Come on, give a hand clap of praise unto the Lord. Father, we just enter this time of worship, God. Father, I just pray right now that you refresh every you. Come on, with just an attitude of prayer. Just say, refresh me, Lord. Come on, today's a new day, God. I just need your joy in my life right now. Come on, I feel your spirit in this place. Come on, lift up your voice. Tell them how much you need them today. We believe in you, God. Cross him in this place, Lord. What can wash away my sin? And what can make me whole again? Sing out. Nothing but the blood. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Don't sing out. What can wash? And what can wash away my sin? And what can make me whole again? So nothing, and nothing but the blood, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. Pushing old precious to flow. So precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Who's he walking wash? And what can wash away my sin? What can make me whole again? Nothing, nothing but the blood. We say nothing but your blood, oh Jesus. Sing, oh precious is the flow. And oh, precious is the flood that makes me white as snow. Nothing but the blood, sing nothing but the blood of Jesus. Who sing, oh, precious, every voice we sing out. And so precious is the blood that is white as Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
With all eyes closed, we sing, Oh, precious is the flow. And all oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Precious is and all precious is the flow that makes me white as snow, nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Come sing your own song right now. We're just going to close you. Just, just encourage you to close your eyes right now. We're just going to focus on Jesus. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you come and fill every heart today. Father, I pray that you break down barriers right now. Father, just break that you break down the unfamiliarity, God. You are almighty, God. We sing songs unto you, God. We love you, Lord. We praise your name. We sing songs because we love you. Come on. Tell us today, sit
Thank you right now for the blood. God, you saw that all our mistakes, God, all our failures, they separated us from you. And you came and you cared so much about us, God. You cared, you looked past our fears, you looked past our failures, you looked past our mistakes, and you died for us. It's your blood that covers my sin. It's your blood that covers our sin. That we have a joy to worship you, God. That we're free right now to sing songs. We sing it out today. We sing out today. I'm not my mistakes. I'm not my failures. You came to die, and you came to die for my sins, and you give me life, and you give me life, oh Lord. New life it is today. I receive in your life. I receive new life today. I lift my hands. I receive it. Oh, if you receive life today. Come on and raise your hands. Come on, if you love Jesus, come on and raise your hands. Oh, if you have life today, if you have life in you today, come on and raise your hands and worship. Worship now. We worship you, Lord. We lift our hands to you, Lord. There's no one like you, Lord. No like you, Lord. I'm giving you my heart, and I'm giving you my all. I give you my heart, oh Lord. Just an attitude of prayer right now. Just close your eyes. Just feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, for some of you guys, this may be new. Singing songs unto God, us going crazy, us going passionate, us going hard for Jesus. But you don't understand what He's done for some of the people in this place. You don't understand what God has done for for some of the people that are worshiping in this place. And right now, I just want to encourage you, if you're an onlooker right now, if you're just looking at everybody else, I just want to encourage you to close your eyes and to focus on God. Just listen to the words that we're singing today. We love you, Lord Jesus.
There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain. Sing off and sing it. All sufficient sacrifice, so freely given, such a price for our redemption. Heaven's gates swing wide, swing wide. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break, to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. One more time, sing it out. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. And there is power. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. I want you to declare it now. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Lord, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Lift up your voice and say, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. Set the devil now. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power. In the name of Jesus, there is power. In the name of Jesus, there is power. In the name of Jesus, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain.
just to have this moment right now, just to get lost in the presence of God. I just want everybody to just feel that, feel that, that, that strong presence of the Lord right now. And you just, you declare to the devil right now, whatever chain it is that he tries to put over your life, if there's doubt in your heart, in Jesus' name, break that chain. Call out to Jesus right now. Break those chains. If you have something else going on in your life, break those chains. Whatever it is, break the chains right now. Call out to Jesus and break the chains right now. Because we declare to the enemy right now. We declare to the devil. We're not who he says we are, but we are who Jesus says we are. And we're not weak. We're not fake. We're not phony. We're, we're warriors in this place. We won't take anything, but we will go past anything in the name of Jesus in this place. There's an army. Rise in love. There's an army rise in love. Come see it out. There's an army rise in love. To break, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Come sing, I'm an army. I'm an army. Rising up. Come declare it today. I'm an army. And I'm an army. Rising up. We believe I'm an army. Rising up. To break, to break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. To break every chain. Break every chain, 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 break every right now in the attitude of prayer is a sign of surrender. Just go ahead and place your hand over your heart right now. We're going to sing this song a couple more times. And just ask God just to break it. Be done with it. There is power
today. Sing it out to break. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You break it off to break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Holy Spirit, we just thank you right now. We're just going to take a couple moments just to be still. The Bible says, be still, know that I am God. I'm telling you today, there's something planned out for some people in this place. It's not by accident that you're here today. It's not that you woke up today and you just came to a youth group because your friend invited you. Or you've been here and it's just like what you do. God has your number today. Right now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, Father, just pray that you release You release it right now, Father, the anointing over their lives right now. Power in the name of Jesus. Right now, I plead the blood of the cross right now over every person in this place. Power, freedom right now in the name of Jesus. Father, to receive your love, to receive your goodness in this place. Break strongholds in Jesus' name. Father, we're ready for something great today. Father, we're ready for something supernatural. Move among us today. Move among us today, Father. God, we just pray for this service, that you will continue just to speak to us, God. God, we surrender it all unto you. Father, we claim that there's power in the announcements. Hallelujah. Father, there's power in our life groups in Jesus' name. Come on. There is power. Come on in this youth group right now. There's power in our worship. Father, clarify this power in today's message, Father, and everything that you have planned out to the fellowship. God, we release your power over every person in this place. Father, continue to have your way. We bless your name. It's in that name, in the name of Jesus, the name that is above every name, the name that every tongue will confess and every knee that bow that Jesus Christ is Lord. And it's in that name we pray. And everybody said, come on, everybody said, give him a loud clap of praise in his praise. All right, hug your neighbor, tell him Jesus loves you. Let's break that into our life groups. Let me have my warriors over here. Let me have my saints over back there. And let me have my JC soldiers. Let me have my JC soldiers over here. Warriors, saints. JC Soldiers, if you're new and you came with a friend, just follow your friends to their life group. They're going to love on you. We're going to break back in in about three minutes. Three minutes. Break back in. Let's go.
30 seconds, come on. way back to your seats now guys Not as much as I thought, okay. <laughs> but I want you guys to be loud, all right? So when we say what we normally say, if you guys don't know, you just gotta come on into it. But I want you guys to be loud, all right? Be louder than the music, be louder than me, all right? So, one, two, three. Welcome to Elevate! Oh, come on, one more time. Welcome to Elevate! I like that, I like that. All right, that's good. Your youth group here, 7.30s. That's what it's all about, man. Church for teenagers. You cool. You cool. All right. So first of all, first order of business. Do I have any visitors? If you're a visitor here, please raise your hand because I got gifts for you. Ah, be quiet over you guys over here. So we got one, two, three, four. We got four visitors. Who brought those visitors? You did. All right. Give, give this to them. <laughs> All right, and just so you know, you, you make sure you give one to Iris, and she won a pizza party. Woo! Free food! All right, so get, just in case you guys are confused. All right, everybody, settle down now. Come down. Settle down. All right. This is our visitor contest. We're doing this up until January, so this is what it's all about. If you want pizza, if you want candy, you bring your friends. One friend gives you a gift for that friend. Two friends, you bring two friends, you get a gift for both you and the friend. It's amazing stuff. It's like, whoa, I can't believe this. And then for three friends, everybody you see here gets blessed by you. And guess what? Everyone gets pizza. Come on, man, the pizza is good. I love pizza. I don't know what you guys, anybody love pizza in here? Come on. Somebody in the background is like, oh, I don't want pizza. I'm looking at you, Ricky. All right. And if you bring five friends, the, the prize that we almost reached today, almost. You bring five friends, you get a $50 gift card to the hip. All right. So you can go, go over there, get some new Chucks. I don't know, go to Hot Top and buy the new Plea for Purging album. Oh. Okay. That's just me. Okay. Never mind. Anyways, moving on. You see, look, I brought some candy up here, and I, it's just not even here anymore. They're all going to be, like, munching on it today. They're going to be like, I can't believe this. All right, moving on. Give it, some for, give, it, give it up for this new event that we're having at the end of the month. I want, I want somebody to say it. Just say something. I want somebody really excited over here. I, want, I see it, Leah. The after party. 
Oh yeah, come on, come on. The after party, that's what I'm talking about, right? The after party, this end of the month, we're having an all night party till sunrise. Dun, 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 dun. Can you handle it? Alright, so look at that. November 25th, 2011. That's about two weeks from now. What are you going to do, man? We're going to make it hardcore stuff, man. Basically, if you guys came to E-Games, anybody came to E-Games? Alright, that's good. It's the after party, after E-Games. Better than it was before. Improved. Be hardcore. You won't believe it, alright? But it's free for you to come out. It's going to be awesome. The after party. That's what we're talking about, right? Bring your friends. They're gonna, you're going to be like, you should come to the after party. They're going to be like, what's the after party? Be like, shh, just come. You're going to love it. It's going to be a party all night till sun rise. All right? Look at that, man. That's good stuff. All right. We got over the, the new announcements. But everybody here, you know what we're all about, right? What's our vision? Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Loving God, loving people. So if you're here today, you're asking yourself, what? How did I even get here? Well, this is the reason why. Because somebody believed in this message. Somebody believed in loving God and loving people. Our strategy here is connect, mentor, and send. And you might think to yourself, what, what, why such a big word? Why, why, why strategy? Because we want to take over the world, okay? So our first, our first way to do that is we connect. And what we do, we connect people to life groups. You know those three circle things that are here today? That's a life group. You should come on the days that they're, they're present. Adam, on Saturdays or Sundays, I'm not sure which one exactly. Hey, he knows. He'll tell you guys. Uh, for, for me and my wife, so what day? Sundays, right? That's not talking about you, see? Yeah. You guys know better. You guys know better. <laughs> and then Cynthia on Saturday, uh, Sundays too. She's awesome over there. You see, with her hands all up. All right. And then we mentor you. Not only do we connect you, but we also mentor you. So we take the Bible and we say, this is what we, we know, and we teach you guys it. It's an awesome time. It's called discipleship. Somebody say discipleship. Discipleship is an awesome place, awesome time for you to learn and to grow. If you don't want to ever grow as a, as a person, I mean, for instance, Marcy, do you ever want to become 18? Yes. Right, that's exactly the point, right? If you want to grow one day, what you have to do, you have to do some things, right? And so the same way, if you ever want to grow as a Christian, all you do is you go through mentorship, discipleship. Where are my disciples at? Come on, make some noise. So look at that. That's some good stuff. That's, that's a lot of you guys. That's surprising actually there. All right. And then we send you, all right? That's the awesome part of this. We send people out. We don't just keep them there and be all like, hey, you know what? We're, we're all about you just staying here, never doing anything with your faith. No, we make you do something with your faith. And one of the things that we do is we do Chicago Some Bible College. Give me some noise. Come on. For people who didn't who didn't do it, who I know, like for that guy over there, okay, I'm shame, shame on you, okay, <laughs> right? Bible college is where is that, man? If you want to grow, if you want to be like me and Adam, uh, Cynthia, or my own wife, what you do is you come to Bible college and you get fill the Holy Ghost, you get radical set on fire, and you change this world for Jesus. Can I get some noise? Come on, awesome, all right. And then this month, what we're doing actually, um. We missed it last week, so it's my bad, all right? But last week, what we're doing is we're having missions uh, giving. So you know how we uh, we do ties and offerings? Can you lower down the, the music for me just a little bit? Okay, there you go. Actually, it just turned off by itself. Look at the Holy Ghost. All right, so ties and offerings. Ties and offerings. Tithe is 10% of your total income. You know, it's just some biblical stuff. You know, we believe in the Bible here, amen? Right? And this is what the Bible teaches us. It's just a tithe to give to God, you know, blessing him with our finances and an offerings, whatever you give to God after 
that. So this month, we're giving to missions. So, you know, if you, if you think about, you know, other nations, Africa, you think about the Middle East, you think about all those things, we're giving to the, to the nations this month. I mean, to right now, actually. So, you know, just check your heart right now. And then, you know, if you were a tithe, you know, give an offering right now. It's going to be awesome. So, I made it really easy for you guys, okay? <laughs> Let me see. I want to give somebody I think that would. <laughs> Alright, uh, let me see. What is 10% of $1? Let's see. Drum roll, please. Oh, there it is. Okay, it's 10 cents. Give it up. That's awesome. Alright, cool. And I need one person to volunteer for this. One person. Just uh, say the first. Ten thirty-five. Remember the, the words of Lord Jesus Himself that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Um, God, I just pray for the missions, my God, and the tithes and offering, my God, and I pray, God, that people who give, God, that give from the heart, my God, that it's not a burden. And I pray, God, that people have the hearts to offer, that they not only give, but also that they give. And I pray the money that they give, God, which is the health, God, and the mission, my God. I pray you too. Amen. All right, come on, come on. Now stand up as you give, all right? So just go ahead and do that. Amen, amen, amen. You all know what time it is. That's what's up, man. Get this bad boy over here. Right here. Hold on, yo. Let me get this figured out right here. Everybody go right here. This candy right here. You want to smell it? You want to smell it? It's in a box. You can't really smell it. Okay, how about this? It's time for a Bible quiz. Y'all know how we does. Y'all know how we does. My man right here, can you come up with the hat? Please, come on up. Bobby, you know I'm talking about you. Come on up here, baby. Come on up here. Let me get, let me get that deuce. Come on up. Get up here. Come on. Give it up for that deuce and Bobby. Come on. Come on up, that deuce. Yes, yes, yes. Can you put this on for me, please? That's what's up. What, what teenage men, what, which one is it? Ugh. Let's say it with Donatello. Donatello and my man Tatus. Okay. It's an inside joke, really quickly. Why do you call yourself Tatus? He's really trying to say that's why he's not looking at y'all. Okay. So you guys look this way, look this way, look at look at the people. They don't bite, they're not gonna look at you. Alright, the people. Okay, so I I volunteered them for the Bible quiz. Y'all both were here last week. Here's the first question. You weren't here last week? You sure I didn't see you? Who was here last week? Ricky, get up here quickly. All right, we switched it up. Get up for tattoos. He tried. Okay. <laughs> That's like, oh. All right. So here, here's the first question. All right. I'm going to give it to you guys hard. What, what chapter in the book of Isaiah did I preach from? Right here. Oh, so close. He said 53. It wasn't 53. Oh, 
Oh, you went down a little bit. Give it up. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Two more people, two more people. Let me see. Uh, two girls now. Giselle, Stephanie, get up. Come on, give it up. Just, just quickly, just quickly. This is for the gobstoppers. Okay. Um, we talked about um, these two type of state of beings. No, in Isaiah 55, it says, how about this? Invitation to the blank. That's the question. Isaiah 55, the chapter, it starts off, it says, an invitation to the blank. What was that blank? No, no, don't cheat, don't cheat, don't cheat. Invitation to the... Okay. I, I see what we got to do. I got you, I got you, I got you. What? I got you. We'll, we'll take it back. Okay, new question. Who died on the cross? I heard this one first. Give it up, give it up, y'all. We got to help you guys out. We got to help you guys out on Bible quiz. Let me have my man Michael and Alex. Let's go. Come on. Come on up. Come on up. Okay, about this, about this. All right. It is it does smell good. Okay. Okay. Okay, here's the question. What book in the New Testament did we go to last, you both were here last week. What book in the New Testament did we go to when Jesus was with the woman at the well? What book? What book? That's just, take a guess, say a name. Five. He said, John. You gotta say a name. Nope, not David. Sit down, both of you sit down, sit down and give it, give it up. My gosh. All right, let me have my man Victor come on up. And this is it. I'm going to throw the candy if I don't get this. Victor and Jesus. Come on, get up here. Come on, give it up. Come on. Tag team. Tag team. All right, all right. Check this out. This is for the Reese's Pieces, yo. All right, check this out. Okay, what day did Jesus Christ rise from the grave? What day? So, hold on. Say it again. The third day? He said the third day. Give it up for him. Give it up for him. It's okay. It's a th it was the third day. Last one. It was John. It's in also in Matthew. I looked up Matthew. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> did I? Was it John? Was it John? Ellie, John? All right, here you are. Give it up, give it up, give it up. <laughs> that was the most complicated Bible quiz in the history of Bible quiz. Amen. Guys, we, we want you guys to listen. Generally, a lot of the questions are going to come from the sermons. And today, I just have something that I just want to share from my heart. Before we do, let's just open up in prayer. I just ask that you guys would close your eyes and bow your heads. Father... We know that you're in this place, and we know by the power of your Holy Spirit, there's freedom. God, there's everything that comes with the cross, and Father, we just proclaim it in this place. God, I just pray, Lord, that you would use me today, Father, as your vessel, as your tool to preach your word effectively. God, I pray today that, God, there will be a line in the sand, Father, that students, that youth will step over and not look back. Father, I just pray that you do what only you can do. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody say that. Come on. Amen, amen, amen. 
Uh, this month, I, I talked about it last week. If you weren't here last week, we did talk about invitation to those who are thirsty. Okay, remember I talked about that, the Elevate post and all that good stuff. And then we went to the New Testament and saw how Jesus, you know, he fulfills that invitation. How when someone is spiritually thirsty, we come to Jesus. And we learned that last week. And I'm kind of going off the theme of Thanksgiving. You know, when I think about Thanksgiving, I think about turkey. Right. I, I, when I think about Thanksgiving, I'm keeping it real. I'm thinking about a full plate. Arroz con gandules right here. Egg salad right here. Turkey right here. Ham right here. You know, you got your sweet potato. Right. Come on now. Y'all do it differently. Lasagna. I mean, lasagna. What's wrong with y'all? Eating lasagna. Pizza. What's wrong with y'all? I mean, I've ate pizza before. But that's what I'm thinking about. So my mind is on food because I'm preparing myself. I'm like, man. I know it's going to be an awesome Thanksgiving is one of my favorite just because of the food, y'all. Uh, I'm serious, man. I might gain a couple pounds. Don't judge me, but I'm telling you, it's the best. And so I'm kind of going off of that, and I'm looking through the Bible when it talks about food. And it has, like, all these cool references about food. And I'm just, whenever it says, like, invitation to those who are thirsty, for those who are hungry, I'm using that. And um, I thought it was kind of cool today. This week I was studying and... Um, you know, and it hit me hard, you know, in Hebrews. I took a Hebrews class this past trimester in SUM. And we went through the whole entire book. We went verse by verse. And we got to this one part that was just like, yep, I'm preaching that. Look to your neighbor and say, he's going to preach. I said, I have to preach that. And then just right off the bat, I'm just going to warn you guys. Not warn, but just let you know. That this message is not a motivational message. It's not here to make you feel good about yourself that when you walk through these doors, it's just like, man, that was a good positive message. I needed to hear that. It's not a message to just so you can, okay, feel like you're Christian enough, like you know Christianese. This message is to bring you to the cross of Jesus Christ. And you probably say that, well, Adam, well, don't you say that about every message that you preach? Well, shouldn't you say that? I, I think that in this youth group, taking the temperature... There were some things in my heart that I was praying for as young people. I don't know, but you know this, but I'm in the youth group. Like, I'm here all the time. And, and my ears, you know, they're like radars. They pick up things. So it's like, what did he say? He said, what? Oh, I go tell them. I'm going to see if they tell me. Right? The person gossiping over here. What? Oh, bogus. And I'm hearing things. And, and you know what? I'm just thinking to myself, like, man. If I can hear these things, and these things are not like, what in the world are they talking about? What does God think? Hello? What is God thinking about all this? Because you know what? Just because he's not in the room, he can still hear you. Hello, somebody? So I have you thinking next time you think you're alone with the door closed, looking at things you shouldn't be looking at. Hello, somebody. God is in the room. Or you're saying things about people thinking that no one's hearing it. Come on, God can hear it. In this message, I, I just want to sum it up in one word, and I'm going to read Hebrews 5, verses 11 through 14. If, he, if Ellie can get it up on the screen for me. Hebrews 5, verses 11 through 14. I'm going to say this one word, maturity. Everybody say maturity in the count of three. One, two, three. That's it right there. This whole entire message, you need to understand what this word means. You need to get it inside your heart, because this is what we need to work on, Elevate. See, I'm your pastor, and the things that I feel led on my heart to share for you, like, I need, I need to be able to hear from God. Hello? Because if I can't hear from God, something's wrong. You're not getting the word. 
And so I don't even need to hear from God because I'm hearing you guys speak. And I take this in the prayer class. I'm like, man, God, this is what's happening, man. Right, God, they're talking. They're saying this. Like, this is what you need to tell them. All right, God, that's a strong word. That's, I'm, you let them know. All right, let's do this. Hebrews 5, verses 11 through 14. It goes like this. Hebrews 5, verses 11 through 14. If Ellie's not there, I'll, I'll find it right here. It says this, we have much to say about this. But it is hard to explain because you are slow to learn. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk, being still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Do you know right now in your Christian walk, maturity is the ability to distinguish good from evil. You hear that today. Maturity for your Christian walk is the ability to distinguish between good and evil. How are you maturing in the Lord? Because you now know what's good and you do the good and you know what's evil and you stay away from the evil. That's how you're maturing in Christ. And I want to say this today because there's a lot of things. I actually want to give you the definition of maturity. Maturity means full development, perfect condition. It indicates how a person responds to the circumstance or environment in an appropriate manner. It encompasses, that means to bring about everything in one, being aware of the correct time and place to behave and knowing when to act appropriately according to the situation and the culture of the society one lives in. For the Christian, Christian maturity, it's Jesus Christ. How about that? When we say, look, hey, you know what, you guys need to mature, what are we saying to you? Be more like Jesus. Be more like the Word of God. So today, if you have your notes, I want you to write this down. There are three kinds of people in the world today. And everyone in this place is one of these people. And there's no other category. I know, I've studied, i researched. You're one of these three. Three kinds of people. The first one is those who do not have a personal relationship with God and are still following their own sinful way. What do we say this in short? We say that they don't know God, they're, they're a sinner. We, we give them that term. You know, people who don't want to go to church, people who don't want to live for God. Some characteristics about these people. They're not spiritually renewed or born again. Guess what? There's no Holy Spirit on the inside of these people. And when we think about maturity and the word pertaining to us as youth, as young men and women of God trying to grow in our walk, we're trying to grow. The purpose of why you're here today is not to just come to listen to some acoustic worship or to break out in life groups, although those things are important. But the purpose of you being here is to mature. Because if you say to yourself, man, I'm going to listen to Adam preach for about 20 minutes and just keep on doing the exact same thing he told me not to do. That's just, that's just idiotic. It's stupid. Because you're wasting your time. I mean, you're here in this place and you're not, the word of God is being going, is going forth and you're not listening to it. The Bible says that the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. Does the word of God bore you? Is it boring to go to church? Bible says that you're perishing. The, the message of the cross is foolishness. I can't go to church. Y'all serious? It's foolishness to those who are perishing. 
You know who those who are perishing, who are spiritually dead, who have a one-way ticket straight to hell? Those who, who, whatever, the church, whatever, I don't need God, I don't need Jesus. That's what the word of God says. And maturity, I, I think about this illustration to help you guys out. For young people, I, I remember, and, and speaking about food, I'm just bringing it back just a little bit, just track with me. And this is the only example I got. I remember in Puerto Rico, I was about, I don't even remember, I can't say that I remember, but someone told me the story. I was about three years old, three to two years old. I was in Puerto Rico with my, my mom, my brother, and my sister. She was, I think she was a newborn. And uh, we're there, and I had the biggest, I, had a, I was a fiend for bananas. Okay, now, now my, my, my grandpa, he has like, now he has a mango tree. But before, when I was that young, he had banana trees. I lie, he had one banana tree with lots of bananas. And someone told me this story about it, and, and they said that uh, when I saw the banana tree, I went after that thing. I'm just, I went out, I got out the house one day. And banana trees in Puerto Rico, they're pretty small. It's not like this giant tree you have to go pick it for. So it was just like, I'm over here, I'm three years old, y'all. I'm, I'm over here like, right? And, and what happened was, I started to pick the bananas, started to peel it, and bite it. But the thing about these bananas, they were very ripe. They were green. They're kind of like greenish. So what would happen, would, would, I, would, I would pair one up and, and just start eating it, and I just tasted it. It just tasted nasty. So I'd go after the next one. Tell me why all of them were green, okay? So now I'm over here. Oh, this tastes nasty. I'm throwing it down, and someone's telling me the story because I have no idea that I'm doing this. Mind you, I'm young, and um, my dad told me the story. He said that my grandpa came over. They were looking for me. They were calling my name. They're like, Adam, Adam. They're calling me. And my grandpa sees. He's like, <laughs> and he goes and he starts yelling after my dad, and he's like, Sergio, Sergio. He's in Spanish, right? Sergio, Sergio. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What's going on? Like, I found him. He's like, oh, where is he? And they brought me out. And they brought my dad out. And, and when they got there, my dad started laughing. He's like, oh, my gosh. When they had got there, they saw all these bananas that were half eaten. I had literally tore that thing apart. But I just remember the taste of something being ripe was, it was, ugh, it's not ready. And um, I, I say this to you today so you understand that as a Christian, you, you don't think that when you come up here, you pray, you sing a song, that you're You're ready. There comes a walk. There comes a perseverance. There comes a faithfulness. It's your Christian walk now. I don't know why, but some people get in their minds that when they come to church, they're all good with God. They step into a service and like, okay, I don't need to go back. You understand how desperate you are for a Savior. And Jesus Christ is your Savior. But many people reject that. Especially these. Those who do not have a personal relationship with God and are still following their own sinful nature not spiritually renewed or born again, does not have the Holy Spirit, follows the corrupt ways of the world and is an enemy of God. You believe the Bible calls people like that enemies of God? I don't know about you, but on any team that God's on, he's winning. And he's never losing, okay? The Bible says that when he died, he rose again on the third day, and guess what? He defeated death. Ain't no other person in the world that you can say that about. Defeated death. Rose again on the third day. And when he rose again on the third day, he said, I have all authority. Follows the corrupt ways of this world. an enemy of God. You guys don't believe me. I'm, I'm just going to read it to you in James. We have no time. I mean, we can spend all time. But James, 
James chapter 4, verse 4 says this. It says, you adulterous people. Bible ain't playing. It says, you adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world is hatred towards God? Anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Hello? Hello? And, and I'm speaking. I know there are some people today. Don't let me scare you away from Jesus Christ. I want to scare the hell out of you, okay? You understand that the hell is a real place of fire, of torment for those who have rejected Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you today, if you're hearing my words, if you never accepted Jesus Christ into your life, today's your day. Don't let this day go by. I want to encourage you that Jesus is the best choice you will ever make. Choosing to live for God, accepting Him in your heart. He died on the cross for your sin. And when you believe in faith that he died for your sins, you say, Jesus, I believe that when you died on that cross, you died for my sins. I believe by faith that now I am born again. I have a new life by the Spirit. Come on now. We want to pray with you today at the end of this service. But continuing on, I'm making light of the first. The second person in the world, we're talking about three kinds of people. The second person is those who've accepted God's forgiveness and are living in a personal relationship with Him through faith in Jesus Christ. Those who have the boom shock locker all up inside them and that are speaking in tongues, casting out demons, healing the sick. Come on now. These people, those who are submitted to God and are relying on His power to resist the sinful tendencies of their human nature. You rely on God. See, these people, born again, Christians, believers, disciples, you know, the many names we can call them. And I hope that can be said of you today. I don't want to say this is you. I wanted you to check your heart because there's a third category. But, but let it be said of you that, man, you know, they are submitted to God. They're relying on His power to resist sinful tendencies of their human nature. And every day you wake up, it has to be a conscious effort, a conscious choice. Do you wake up and you say, I am going to serve God today. I'm going to live for God today. I'm not going to be hypocritical in what I say and what I do. I'm going to live for God. And the Holy Spirit, here's the best part. The Holy Spirit. See, God never falls asleep. He's right there in the morning. He's like, let's see if they're going to pray. Oh, here they come. They're praying. Send blessings down. And you're praying. You just feel the Lord in your room. It's just like, man, I feel Jesus right now. I'm telling you. God is not limited to a church. See, when I walk outside this church and I go home, guess who follows me? The, the Holy Spirit. You see, when I go to work, guess who follows me? Come on, the Holy Spirit. When you go to school, guess who follows you? Or is he following you? Come on now. Or do you put God to the side like, okay, God, I'm going to school right now. Got my swag on right now. Hey, what's up, man? No, I'm about to do that. Beep, 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 beep. I'm about that, man. You know what I'm You cussing up a storm? Oh, oh snap. Yeah, you get what? It, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, you know how I do, man. I don't know how you guys talk. I'm trying up here. You know how it does, you know? That's my best impression of a high schooler. But, but I'm telling you something. Is that, is that what's said of you? This guy look at it like that? Like, man, this person's a fake. Hello? Do you think it's any different? That if we say it as rash and as harsh as that, like you're a fake. God sees it indifferently. But those who have accepted God's forgiveness, 
I'm telling you what, the best thing in this world, when I, when I rededicated my life, 2007, and I came up to the front, I said, God, but I made too many mistakes, and I knew better. God, you, I just actually come into my life. I felt the Lord. I, you, I can never describe forgiveness other than I just felt something lift off my shoulders. And that's not someone who was on my shoulders, but I just felt a love come into my heart and known that I had a relationship with God. That at that point in time, I was leaving a relationship with my girlfriend, living in sin, having sex outside of marriage. And I knew the whole entire time I knew there was freedom from that. And when I came up for prayer and believed God by faith, God, I'm set free from this. I was set free. Some characteristics of those who are born again. They are spiritually renewed. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is living within Surrender to God. Everybody say surrendered. They're surrendered to God. Resist ungodly and destructive desires and overcome the influence of their sinful God-defying nature. That's what a disciple, that's what a Christian is today. And guys, we're so big on that here today because look... The church is already filled with hypocrites. The church is already filled with fake Christians. I'm asking you today, is that said of you? Do you want that to be known of you? Because you're not pleasing man. Just let me get this straight. You're not up here to tell me all these things to make me feel better. But that you will be held accountable to God for the things that you've said and done. We're not having a man-pleasing spirit in here, but we're pleasing the Lord. Is that said of you? Relying on his power. I tell you what, one of my favorite songs of late is there is power. I love that song. I just feel the Holy Ghost every time I sing that song because I'm reminded, like my thick skull, sometimes I forget that there's power. What does that look like? Like there's an anointing. You know, sometimes we walk in life and we don't see miraculous stuff. We kind of like give up on God. It's just, all right, I guess it's going to be like this. Youth group and pizza parties. Woo! Hello? There's power, he says. What is that power if you guys would wake up at today? I mean, see how heaven sees it. I'm telling you, we were um, yesterday at Pastor Joe's house, uh, the Indian team that went out to India, and we were reflecting on some of the things that had happened on that trip, some of the perspectives that we got out of it. And we started looking at some pictures and some videos, and one of my favorites, all-time favorites, and we were casting out demons from this one man. You see, you can't script that. You can't make those things up. There comes a man, we're preaching the word of God, starts manifesting right there. Like if I was in a service right now, just like hundreds of Indians just right here, we're preaching. Someone right there like where ISIS is standing, or sitting rather. Just start manifesting. And you can't fake that. It's like, all right, let's go do this. I'm going up there. I'm like, man, what in Jesus' name? There is power in the... Come on, get up here. There is power. Stand up, come on. In the name. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, 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 you see this thing. This man is possessed by an evil spirit. And we're over here, man. I'm telling you. That gets me excited because there's power, not in, in, in the name of Jesus. Amen? And we're seeing that and we're just laying hands. And this man gets set free from the demonic spirit. The demons out there, y'all. Sometimes I think some demons are on y'all. I don't want to do that. You're going to do it. Like, I rebuke you, Satan, you know, casting something out of that. <laughs> but you better listen. I'm telling you, man. But there's power. Not just to cast demons. Oh, how about this? 
to walk like a Christian in your school. Come on, somebody. To walk like a Christian. You don't think that, like, you, you trying to live for God on your own, you're going to fail. And it was never intended for you to do it by yourself. I just want to tell you right now, the third person in this place, and check your hearts. Check your hearts. And I just want to tell you right now that as, as your pastor, listen to me. And for those who are their first time here, uh, I'm generally a nice guy. I like walks on the beach, you know. You know, I like cruising in my car, right? I'm really chill, man. I'm not always like, rah, rah, you got to do this. But I'm telling you, I need to preach this to you guys. And I pray that in the name of Jesus, someone gets it in this place. It's time for us to mature, amen, to man up, to woman up. Come on, somebody. You want to be 35, year old, 35 years old and still act like a 15-year-old? What's good, Gucci man? What's good? Like, what in the world is wrong with this person? That that's not normal. Man up, elevate. Woman up, elevate. Come on. What, what? Come on, somebody. The third person. And listen, listen, listen. That's getting dealt with today in Jesus' name. Listen to me. Listen, as your pastor, I love you. Say, he loves us. And if you didn't know that, you know that now. Hallelujah. But I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes dealing with you guys and some of the things that are happening just in life. Sometimes, you know, there's, there's things we come and we pray for you for in the name of Jesus. God, give them grace. I pray for peace, you know, so, you know, things like that. But other times it's just attitude problems. Hello? Hello, somebody? Some things that are in the heart that are not a problem with just like, man, you know what? You know, this happened in my family or this happened to me. It's more like rebellion. Hello. Well, we need an organ up here. But I'm serious in this place. Check your heart today. The third person today. It's believers who still tend to give in to their own inclinations. Listen, and follow unspiritual and worldly ways. I like to call them worldly Christians. Worldly, are you a worldly Christian? Though they have not rejected God, these worldly Christians often compromise. They compromise with activities and behaviors that dangerously expose them to the influence of evil. You know you shouldn't be doing that. You know you shouldn't have said that. You know those thoughts are not of God. You compromise with these activities and behaviors, and they lead you very, very close to evil. You're a worldly Christian. Instead of growing, you're growing further from God. They retain, that means they keep the sinful human nature, human nature with its evil inclinations and tendency to rebel against God. They keep it. Although they know God, they keep the rebellion. I don't want that. Yeah. They no longer are growing in their relationship with God. A worldly Christian, let me, tell, let me help you identify them. They're not growing in their relationship with God. They are in danger of being influenced to abandon sincere devotion to Christ. And as I'm saying some of these things, I want you to go back. When's the last time you really had just a one-on-one -on -one with God? When you worship God on your own, when you pray to your own without no one telling you to because you just loved God? 
Are you a worldly Christian? Come on, is Elevate full of worldly Christians? Because I'm tired of it. Because I'm tired, because I'm going to let you know right now, God has called us to be disciples, men and women of God that will live above the standard. And I'm not trying to push anything down your throat because it's by the power of Jesus Christ. That's what I'm talking to you about today. If you can get into your heart, man, Adam, that's kind of hard. There's power in the name of Jesus Christ. And when you step on that and make that your foundation, you'll start living it out. You'll start telling your friends, hey, listen, I don't care what you think about me. I'm living for Jesus Christ. He changed my life. I'm no longer the same. Tell that to your friend. Instead, they're going to tell you how to do and tell you everything about what a Christian should be. Don't tell me this. I can do this if I want to. They're following beliefs and behaviors that are common in the world. So instead of following what the word of God says, instead of becoming a disciple, they're following what their friends are telling them to do. Do you know what has the authority in your life? If a friend can come up to you and, and give you advice and you follow it, you take it. When the word of God comes to you and you struggle to try to listen, I don't know if I can do that. Let me tell you what, if you've been deceived in this place, there is power. I'm telling you, the blood of Christ, it wasn't like a fight. Do you think that when Jesus died on that first day, when he rose again on the third day, like he was struggling, like he barely made it out of hell, like, man, that was a tough one. I'm telling you, he was there. Demons were just, oh my gosh, that is God. The Bible says that even demons know his name and they shudder. They're like, oh my gosh, that's God. Come on, he's God. He's the one, the second person in the Trinity who created the universe. Do you know that scientists, they try to explain everything and try to put God in a box. They still can't figure out how everything works, how the universe keeps on expanding, how there's trillions upon billions of universes, and they don't know anything about it, but they know that, man, there's a design to all this. That same God died on the cross. These believers, these worldly Christians... They're disciplined and judged by God. Many of the time, they're disciplined and judged by God. You know, but when you started acting a fool, there was a time when one of your leaders came up to you and like, hey, get this right. You're disciplined and judged by God. Listen to me. When you don't listen to that, you keep on going the other way, guess what? You're growing further and further, colder and colder from God. Here's the thing. You don't, don't even try to hide it. I'm speaking more in-house. And we're going to pray in this place. And listen, we're going to pray for everybody here. But listen, I'm speaking to the house of Elevate. If you've been coming here for the, for the past year or just within the five months, you know who I'm talking about. They may forfeit their place in God's kingdom. You hear me? You can forfeit your place in God's kingdom. You can lose your salvation. First Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, it says this. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers or swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. If you're dishonest in this place, if you lie, you're not inheriting the kingdom of God. 
If you make that your habit, you're habitually lying. You just, you just try to get away with so enough truth so that you can fool everybody else, but you know you're living a lie. You're not inheriting the kingdom of God. And the Bible gives you a strict warning to repent, to turn away from that. Worldly Christian warnings. These are warnings for you guys. Listen to me. The first person we talked about was that person who does not know God, who is not born again, who has no Holy Spirit on the inside. The second person we talked about is the person who came to the cross, who identified with the death that Jesus died to say, hey, I want to be born again. I want to believe that he took my sins. When he died on that cross 2,000 years ago, it was for my sins. I believe that and I have new life. Amen. And this third person we just finished talking about, you pray that prayer. You're going to church. You're trying to do it right. But you're living a lie. You're growing colder and colder from the word of God. You're looking more and more like your friends. You talk like them. You know when I got saved, you know how I know I was saved? I hung out with my friends. I couldn't keep a conversation with them. I couldn't. Every other word was bleep, bleep, bleep. Oh, what you gonna? And I don't always have like the most outstanding friend. There were some friends that didn't talk like that. I'm not gonna tell you that every person was like that. But I'm telling you, when I hung out with my friends, some of the ones who were in the world just way of it, I just could not have a conversation. I'm just like, man, can you not talk like that around me? What's up with you? You got soft? No, man. I, I give my life to Jesus Christ, man. And your words, they're, they're, they're offensive. You know, I. Just, can you not swear around me? Could you not say that? Could you not say that about a person like that? Could you not say this, what you're going to do to a woman if you have the chance? Could you not talk like that around me? I'm sorry, you're more holier than thou. Okay, I got you. You can do your thing. I couldn't keep a conversation with them. I lost friends. But I gained the best friend in Jesus' name. I'm... Some worldly Christian warnings. And if you can do me the favor, you can stand to your feet, please. And if you can do me the favor and you can get the the song, um, Where You Go, I'll Go, by, by Jesus Culture. Worldly Christian warnings. Listen today, Elevate. I don't care. I don't care if you've been coming here for the past year. If you've been coming here as long as Leilani, and that's when the first started. Come on now. I don't care if you ancient. You throwback. I don't care if you know Moses. If you were best friends with Peter. Like if you helped build the ark. I don't care how way back you go. And I don't care how many times you came up to these altars and prayed. But I'm going to tell you what today. I'm telling you, I was in that back room before service. You guys were up here praying. And, and I just do something. When I'm in prayer, I just, like I feel the Lord. I was praying over my notes. I'm just like, God, just moving. And I felt it. I, I put on that song. I was just like, hallelujah. I started walking around. And one thing I do, I just have a habit. I just, I don't know why, but I just started punching. You know what I mean? Like karate chopping. I'm dead serious, but I'm speaking in tongues. Hear me out. Like, I'm over here, like, literally, like this. Like, I don't know if you guys ever been punched like this before. But what happens, when you get punched like this, you get the, your, your wind knocked out of you. Like, you just don't know what happened. It just hurts, and you're on the floor. You're out. I've had the opportunity to have been hit like that before, and I never got punched. 
I never got punched. But I remember I was going in for a play at the plate at baseball, and I'm running, and I got caught in this awkward slide. You know how you slide? You want to slide, and I wanted to do a dive. I just didn't know what to do. So I kind of like half like went into the catcher. He had the ball. He was like this, and he goes, and he tags me because he knew I was coming after him. I was going to take him out. So we kind of collided. You can just turn it off. I'll tell you. You can play it later. But, um, but I remember it was just this thing. Go. Oh, you know, he, he, he fell. I did like a spin. But I rolled off. I just remember I was out. I was on the floor. I couldn't breathe. Literally. I was like, get up. Come on. You're out. I couldn't breathe. And they're over here like, come on, get up. What are you? And I like I had to cry or something because to get them my attention. I was like 13 years old. Don't judge me. Like, that was last week. No. I just remember when it happened, it got the wind knocked out of me. I was like, I was out. I was helpless. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, what's happening to me? I was afraid. And I'm just in my back room, and I'm praying. I'm just here. And I do this, and I just start praying. I'm like, God, I, I never usually do workout like in my prayer, but I'm kicking something. And he's like, look, you're going to do something for battle today. You're going to fight today. So I got my Who am I fighting? I'm like, no, 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 you're going to fight in the youth service today. Look, you're going to fight with them. And listen, I'm getting you ready. You ready for this? Because right now in the spiritual, check this out. Right now in the spiritual, there's a fight. My fight's not against you guys. And when I come and rebuke you guys and I tell you guys to mature, it's not against you. What is against you? But understand that I know that you guys are dealing with things. Our fight is in the spiritual. Amen? And I'm over here. I'm like, man, God, you got to do it. Let me tell you one thing. And we're going to get ready for prayer. And I'm just believing God to do something right Oh, come on, just believe it right now in this place. God's going to do something great. Worldly Christians, let me get through with this, and I just want to just pray. Number one, they must realize they are in danger of forfeiting their faith if unwilling to rid themselves from all that displeases God. You understand that? That when you came up and you gave your life to Jesus Christ by faith, and if you keep on acting like the word, you are in a place to forfeit, to quit, like whatever like, hell, you had a better option anyways. Hell, you had a better deal. My friends, I can do all this for a period for 70 years. I got that. But then you sell your soul. Eternity in hell. And God's saying, look, live for me. I separate that from you. Not because it's fun. The God, like, the devil is fun, and, and God is not fun. I don't know about you, but some of the best years of my life was when I rededicated my life unto the Lord. Number two, they must learn from the example of the Israelites whom God destroyed because of their rebellion against him. Do you believe that? And I'm telling you this because, look, I, I, if, I lo- if I don't love you, I would just tell you that like, everything's going to be okay. Just come up. I'm going to play a song. We'll feel Jesus, and that's it. But God, if you go throughout the Old Testament, God destroyed his chosen people. You understand the Israelites were the, were the nation that was from Abraham, the one he called out. You're going to live for me. He destroyed them. His people. Because they weren't understanding. They didn't get the picture. He destroyed them. Learn from that example. Number three. They must understand that God, that it is impossible to fully participate in God's plan and purposes while at the same time giving into influences of Satan, the world, and your own sinful nature. It's impossible. And you're wondering why, is it going to get any better? Like, I almost feel like quitting on God right now because it's been a hardship. It's not fun. It's a, see, 
you can't have it both ways. You have one foot in with the church and with Jesus and the other foot in the world with your friends. You're just like, and I'm not trying to separate your friends. I'm not trying to say, like, you can't have friends now. Don't try to get that from me. The devil will try to take that and make it, you know, deceive you guys. Like, oh, he's telling you you can't have friends. No, because guess who we're winning? To the Lord. Your friends. Hallelujah. But look, you can't have it both ways. You, you can't fully participate in God's purpose and plan if you're on the line, if you're on both sides. You got to make a choice. Make a choice today, Elevate. If you're here for the first time and you said, man, I'm hearing this guy. He seems excited for Jesus Christ. I'm hearing about this new life. I know there's a God. I just want to pray and do this. I want to give my life to him. We're going to pray for you today. If you're in this place and you've been serving God and you've been going strong and there's nothing you can say like, man, I, I, I'm not struggling with this or you know what? I've been living for God. I try every day, though I made some mistakes, but I've repented and I no longer do those things in Jesus' name. We want to worship with you. We want to pray with you too. We want to rejoice with you. But if you're this person, the worldly Christian, listen. Listen to me very clearly. And listen to this warning. The Bible says in Romans, God says that he gave them over to their desires. You just don't know. You choose something over God's have it. You want that? Have it. And he walks away. And you'll give into it. And you'll put your heart into it. And what's happened is that thing has your heart now and you're trapped. God says, you have it. Done. And you'll see people like that. I've been to Mardi Gras. This is going to be my third time out there. You see on the streets and we're witnessing to them. It's like you don't understand. I've been to church my whole entire life. For 17 years I went to church. That never did anything to me. What do you mean? You see, every time I go to church, the pastor would preach something. I'd always go home with my wife and things like that. It never happened. It was always problems. And every time we try to go to help from the pastor from the church, it was never there. I mean, what happened? Well, maybe I had you know, some alcohol problems, but you understand everybody has that. I'm not perfect. And so what happens is this man gave himself to alcoholism, separated his family, and now he's on the streets. And I'm telling him, man, God can save him. No, he can't. No, he can't. God gives you over to that thing that you want more that's over him. Separate and distinguish themselves from the world and purify yourself. That's your warning. That's your encouragement. Separate yourself. Separate yourself. There is power in the name of Jesus. And for the years I've been serving God, that name only gets sweeter. It only gets better as you go along. Amen. I'm not talking about right now I'm feeling discouraged. I'm like, I I'm, I'm, can't believe I'm serving in the church. I'm telling you there's an excitement today in this place that I know my name is written in the books of heaven. If you guys can close your eyes and bow your heads with me, please. Listen. Listen. There's a fight that's going to go on in this place. I'm not talking physical. I'm talking about the spiritual. And the whole entire time, God says, look, Adam, all you got to do is preach it. They're going to know who it is because I'll let them know. So I know I did my part. And I know that the Holy Spirit was going on and knocking on your hearts. And you can identify yourself with one of these three people. Listen to me. There's going to be a fight going on in this place. And if you're that second person in, in this category, I want you to pray and encourage and, and, you know, just battle with us. Because, look, there are going to be some things we're going to fight against right now. Some principalities in the evil world. 
I'm telling you right now, your, your lust, your desires, all these things that you put before our God, we're going to burn it right here at this altar. We're going to sacrifice it here at this altar. And it's by the power of God. Listen to me with all eyes closed and heads bowed. We're going to pray right now. This is what we're going to do. If, if you want to accept Jesus Christ into your life today, so I don't care what everybody else is going to think around you right now. If you know you are not born again, if you don't have a new life, if you never pray, like, I want Jesus Christ in my life. With all eyes closed and heads bowed, I just want you to slip your hand up right now. Don't be discouraged. If you want to receive Jesus Christ for the first time into your life, I want you to raise your hand. Come on. Raise your hand. Nice and high. Come on, one way for those. Listen to me. Listen to me. Now is not the place, especially in church. If you need to be born again, this is what we want from you. Don't feel like, man, I can't do this. Let me tell you what, that is a lie from the enemy. God wants you to have a perfect relationship with him, and that comes when you accept God. And we want to pray with you today. We want to encourage you. But don't be discouraged right now at this moment. Don't think when you walk out of here, it's going to be a lot better. I can do it. No, 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 no. You'll get the more discouraged. Listen to me. Right now is your time. One last time. If you want to be born again for the first time, if you want to accept Jesus Christ into your heart and believe that by faith that he died for your sins, come on, we want to pray with you. Just lift your hand up if that's you in this place. I'm just going right now just an attitude of prayer I didn't see anybody raise their hand so this is what this means there are two people left in this category everybody here in this place has accepted Jesus Christ into their life now who are you who are you are you that first Christian are you the worldly Christian and now is not the time to put on a facade to stay back in your chair to make it seem like everything's okay and then you'll go back and you'll lose that fight. So this guy says, look, I'm taking on your fight right now. Right now. Father, I just release it right now, Father. You're preparing. This is what we're going to do right now in an attitude of prayer. Right now, if you're that worldly Christian in the name of Jesus, listen to me. Listen to me right now. There is power. That power is for you today. Listen, don't go by. Don't let the service go by. Don't, don't miss this chance right now. Listen to me. We're going to come together as one body as I release you on three to come up here. And I want you guys to run up here. I want you guys to pray. I want you guys to battle. I want you guys to go after God. I want you guys to repent from your sin. I want you guys to ask God to search your heart. Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I just pray that you loose it. Loose it over them right now in the name of Jesus, Father. Father, you've called disciples forth. You've called soldiers forth. Father, you've called us to be a radical 
nation, Father God, that is not hindered by sin, who is not easily influenced by the world, but, Father, who are set apart, who are holy. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father, I ask that you call them out right now on the count of three. One, two, three. If that's you, come on up. Come on up right now, right now. Come on up and start praying. Come on, come on up, come on up. Come on, start praying, start praying. If I can have some of my staff to start coming and pray for them right now. Come on, if you're at your seat right now, I just want to encourage you. If you know you should be up here, don't worry about it. We're not going to judge you, but find a place at this altar. We want to pray for you. You may not understand, but in an attitude of prayer, I just ask that you would close your eyes. You can't see anything out here in the physical. It's being done in the spiritual. It's being done in the hearts of men and women at this altar right now. God is coming right now and touching their hearts. God is fighting right now. The victory is won. Father, I pray for victory in this place right now in the name of Jesus. Set them free, God. Set them free. Come on, cry out today, cry out. Come on. We cry out, God. Right now. Father, I pray for every person still in the sea. Father, Lord, you know their hearts. Father, you know their hearts in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you bring peace. Father, I pray that you bring your salvation. God, I pray that you would bring your Holy Spirit power into their lives. That, Father, they walk out of this service knowing that this wasn't a normal service.
right now. Listen, right now in the attitude of prayer, if you can hear my voice right now, we're going to come together in agreement. We're going to close right now in agreement right now. If you guys can stand, to, if you're at your, these altars right now, you can stand to your feet right now. Come on. Come on. Smells like freedom in this place. Come on. Come on. I'm telling you what, there's an anointing at these altars, not because they're special, but because you guys are crying out, because you know what's happening at these altars? There's flesh, there's just sinful ways at these altars right now. We're giving those things away. We're going to worship to this song one more time. If Kevin, you can play it. Listen to me. If you can bring it down just for a little bit, we're going to worship to this song. This song is called, Where You Go, I'll Go. Now that you settled it here at these altars, who's your master? Come on. Now that you settled who's your master, Jesus Christ. We're just going to make this our prayer. God, where you go, I'll go. What you say, I'll say. I'm done living like the world. I'm living for you. Come on, let's sing this out. Come on. everybody in their seats let's just worship the lord right now if all you can do is just close your eyes we're going to finish this time and worship unto god Come on right now to Attitude of Prayer. Before we leave, just grab the hand of your neighbor right now. Come on right now to Attitude of Prayer. If you're seeing your seats, just grab the hand of your neighbor right now. Just start closing your right. Just start praying for your neighbor that they would encounter God's love. Come on. That they would encounter God's power. 
whom there is power in the name of Jesus. It's not just an old religion. Whom there is power in our Savior today. Come on, He still saves. Come on, just pray it over Him right now. Power. Power in the name of Jesus. Power. We declare right now, Jesus, your power. The power of the cross. Come on, just a little bit longer. If we could just start praying. Listen to me, listen to me. If we could start praying for our high schools right now in the name of Jesus. That God's power not only flow here, but flow out to the high schools. Right now, let's pray. Come on. Come on, start praying for your friends. Start praying for your family. Start praying for them that they will encounter Jesus. Come on. That the power of the cross would reach them. Come on. Where you go, we'll go. Jesus, we come in agreement right now for every prayer that was lifted up. For every prayer that was lifted up right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we offer those prayers in faith. We send them straight to the throne. Father, you see every heart here. Listen to me, listen to me. If you're at this altar, I want you to look up to me really quickly. There's victory. There's victory here. There's a, there's a battle that was fought. There's victory. Guess what? You're waking up tomorrow. Remember, you have the victory. Amen? Father, we just pray right now that, God, we remember that right now in our hearts. As we finish in worship, God, we just lift up our voice unto you right now. Come on, just thank him right now for the victory we have in Jesus. Come on. Just start thanking him. Come on, lift up your voice. Come on. We thank.